Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's like a beluga whale face. It looks like it ran into a wall. Yes. And just yeah. kind of, you know, just, it's just like- smooshed it in. The pug of the sea. The pug of the sea. <laughs> it is. That's pretty good. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Grace. And together we are exploring the unknown and uh, talking about random science stuff. In the world. In the world. <laughs> Uh, that was Grace pointed out that was the first time I've ever I- introed the podcast. So, yeah, I don't um, know why that is. Go easy on me, people. I, I did my best. <laughs> How's your life been? My life has been good. Um, nothing too new. Um, trying to think if anything interesting has happened in the 24 hours since we last recorded an episode. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of ripping these pods out because I'm going to be traveling a lot, like even more than I was before. And so we're trying to rip these out to make sure you guys have content week in and week out. Lots of pods. Keeping that pod going. Listen, nothing really interesting. I (laughs) started a new TV show last night. Oh, which Um, one? That's where I'm at. It is on Peacock and it's called Poker Face. Oh, have you seen it? I've been recommended it several times. Okay, so for anyone out there that does not know about it, it is created by a guy named Ryan Johnson. He is the guy that made the Knives Out movies, which I love, love Knives Out, Poker Face. It is basically a TV show about this lady that can, she's just like hyper observant, I guess, and can kind of tell when someone's lying right and i've only watched two episodes but it just seems like it's like a procedural every episode she just happened upon a murder and she figures out you know who who the murderer is and solves the crime that's super interesting i would i would recommend it it is an adult show it has some swearing in it so Mm. if you're if you are a younger Listener. listener maybe ask your parents about it yeah so what's what's new with you Nothing really. I went to this really cool thing last night. It's called the Pink Piers. And basically, it's just, you know, you sit in one of those little igloo things and they bring you subpar food, but it's really cute. And it's like <laughs> so all perfect. like, you know what I'm talking about? Like you're there for the experience of it, you know, right. like you're not there like really some... for the food. You're there for the Insta pic and whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to say some Instagram food. Yeah, basically. So like it was pretty subpar food, but the experience was cool. But anyway, it's called the Pink Pier. Um, and I think it's like Pier 15, I want to say, in New York City. Mm. And we just like all sat, had a good time, chit-chatted. So that's what I did last night. Nice. Which is fun. It was cool. It that's, was like a fun experience. Fun. You got you got some pics? Picks for the gram? Got some pics for the gram. That was like about it though. Like I was eating the food and it was like heart-shaped mm. lobster ravioli. And I was oh. like, cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, I'm never coming back here for this, but like, cute. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. That just sounds amazing. Yeah, definitely a fun time with some gal pals. Shall we hop into some uh, ratings and reviews? For sure. I've got an email queued up and ready to roll. All right, let it rip. This email is coming from Daniel. Hey, Daniel. And he says, hi, Grace and Josh. My name is Daniel. I'm 12, <laughs> turning 13 in March, and I love your podcast. Woohoo! I am always, <laughs> I am always looking forward to Mondays, especially when I have to walk my dog, Rosie, as it makes it more exciting. Mm, uh, that's some big responsibility right there. Yeah. Yeah. You and Rosie out there learning cool things. Then he goes on to say, I have been listening since the Nick Uhas alien episode. Oh, wow. And I'm looking forward to many future episodes. That was a good episode. Fermi Paradox. Yeah, that right? was a fun one. Yeah. And then he says, here's a joke for Josh. <laughs> I love how what? OGRT knows to include a joke. Like that's how you yeah. know your OGRT is if like you throw a joke in there. Well, he signed it with OGRT and the the Science Pal. So. Amazing. I love yeah. that. Okay, the joke. I okay. don't know if I understand it, but maybe you will. Okay. Why did the chicken cross the dot 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 no? Is he just like is it did he is it just that he's starting a classic joke and is then like Yeah, yeah, no. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got you, Daniel. I got you. <laughs> Why uh, the chicken cross the... No, we're not telling that joke again. <laughs> it is like it is like N-O all caps. So that, that does make sense. No, we're not telling that joke. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much for that email. And I'm glad you're OGRT. Yeah. They also... I didn't say this. They're from England. Daniel, age 13 or 13 in March... Daniel, if you're listening to this when it came out, happy birthday in two weeks from happy birthday. from the gang. Happy birthday, Daniel. I hope you take Rosie yeah. for a really good walk on your birthday. For sure. That's a big responsibility. I love 13-year-olds that are like, I have to walk the dog. Like, that is my responsibility. Like, I have to take Rosie yeah. for her walk. I think that's so great. It's so much responsibility. It's independence. You're out on your own. You're doing something by yourself. And it just creates so much confidence. So good job, Daniel. Daniel, what kind of dog? Yeah, what is Rosie? I need to know. Let us know. Um, all right, what do you got? Rating all and right. review? Today, this comes from Sam Hams. Sam Hams. It might be Hams. H-A-M-M-E-S. I want it to be Hams. I want it to be Hams as well. So he is Sam Hams today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sam Holmes or Hams, this podcast is for you. You asked about some endangered animals and we are going to answer that for you. So they said, best podcast ever, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, plus, plus something. But they gave us five stars. So we appreciate that, Sam. They said, I just want to say thank you so much. This is the coolest ever and I listen to you guys all the time. I listen to you on Spotify, but I came over here to send this. Also, can you guys do an episode on the world's most endangered animal, the vaquita? Sam Hams. The vaquita. Number one, thank you for coming over from Spotify. That's huge. I like super appreciate that. Number two, absolutely, we will do a podcast on the vaquita. I don't even know what a I've never even heard of a vaquita. Based on the name, what animal do you think it is? That kind of name has some definitive like rodent energy about it. Okay. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> Yeah. So, mostly cuz like I'm thinking of like a capybara, 
or like a you know like the okay giant yeah, 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 pig yeah 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 type yeah critter so when i heard vaquita i thought some kind of bat like i don't know oh, okay. i was thinking some yeah. kind of bat so like kind of along the same lines of like a rodent if you will yeah yeah so before we get into this podcast let me tell you his joke oh yeah 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 gotta get the joke here's a joke for you guys knock knock who's there goat goat who Go to the door and find out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do too. I think we've read this one before, but um, I do remember Sam Hams. I remember us yeah. getting a getting enjoying that name. We enjoyed yes. the name. Before. So Sam Hams, this podcast is for you and everyone. Right after this break, everyone, before you find out what the Vikita is, take yeah. a guess on what you think it is. Okay, you got it. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> the vaquita keep it. <laughs> keep it keep it there the vaquita okay. is the world's rarest marine mammal marine it, mammal yes it's on the edge of extinction and it falls into the category of whales dolphins porpoises so as a whole there's been a rapid decline in the vaquita in mexico with about 10 individuals remaining Ten. Ten. You can count that on one hand. For everyone out there playing along, because I'm I can't be the only one that thought it was a rodent. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a porpoise, like a or like a whale type creature. Yes, it looks like a dolphin, but with a very short snout. Okay. It's very cute. Like a snubby snubby little dolphin. Yeah. So okay. the vaquita has um, large dark rings around its eyes and dark patches on its lip that form a thin line from the mouth to its pectoral fins. So its top, the dorsal surface, is dark gray, and its sides are pale gray. The underside of it is the ventral surface, and that's white and long with light gray markings. Interesting. Yeah, and what's cute is like newborn vaquitas have a darker coloration and a white gray fringe of color that runs from their head to their flukes, which is their tail. Flukes. I know little flukes. You got little flukes. Uh, and this passes through their dorsal and pectoral fins. Only 10 of those little dudes are remaining. Yeah. They were only discovered in 1958. A little over half a century later, they're on the brink of extinction. Man, fast. What's even crazier is, you know, remember the, uh, what was that one little creature, the ocelot? No, you're thinking of the axolotl, I think. Axolotl, the little creature that only lives in one spot in Mexico. It also eats itself and its friends. And regenerates itself. Yeah. So the world's smallest marine mammal is so critically endangered that there's literally only about 10 left. I haven't seen anything. I tried to find like how many are left in 2023. Could not find anything. So I don't know if they have gone extinct. I don't know if there's like one remaining. I don't know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, I just, I finally looked them up. Yeah, they look like somebody took a dolphin and just kind of smushed its face. It's like it ran, it's like a beluga whale face. It looks like it ran into a wall. Yes. And just yeah. kind of, you know, just, it's just like smushed it in. the pug of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the pug of the sea. It is. That's it's pretty good. Its face is all squished. It's like the pug of the sea. Do you think it snores as when it sleeps like it has do. to it has to yeah even though there are only 10 remaining there may not be complete doom for the vaquita porpoise according to oh. new research yeah okay. which is really exciting so the vaquita has yeah. been p- 
pushed to this point because of illegal gill netting. Oh. Yeah. So, and gill netting is used to capture shrimp and toto abba fish. There it is. Uh, that mm. share the same habitat as the porpoises. Okay. They're little so. short guys. They're only about four to five feet, which is oh. 1.2 to 1.5 meters in length. And they usually end up as bycatch since they aren't the intended target for these nets. Oh, well, that's... Uh, you know, better than I... I assumed we were fishing them and, like, purposefully killing them. No, but I think it's kind of worse because they're mammals, so they need to breathe air, so we're just drowning them. Oh, my goodness. I think that's what people forget is, like, at the end of the day, a dolphin is a mammal. It has to come up and breathe. Like, it has to come up and get air. Any kind of porpoise yeah. is a mammal. So, if it's yeah. not coming and getting air, it's going to drown to death. So... That's what's happening to these fish is they're just straight up drowning to death or these vaquita. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. That is sad. All in the hunt of shrimp and totoaba fish. Oh my gosh. The vaquita only reproduces once every two years. Oh, there's the problem. So apparently the people want the fish bladder of the totoaba. That's what they're going after. They're fishing the totoaba for the bladder. Yes. And like they exist within the Gulf of California. So like it is a very like, you know how Mexico connects to the United States and it has that little arm that hangs down around the backside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where they live. Tucked. It's on the left side of Mexico. It's not in like the Gulf of Mexico. It's like tucked into Mexico, essentially. Yeah. The vaquita might be my new favorite porpoise. What was the uh, what was the previous favorite? Well, growing up, I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Oh, okay, nice. So Mexico has outlawed totoaba fishing and made gill netting illegal where the vaquita lives, but the practice continues unabated. So people are still oh. doing it illegally, and if you get busted, it's like millions and millions of dollars in fines. Yeah. So if you are a gill netter, you suck. Stop right now. Stop it. Yeah. I don't know. I just like don't see the need for it. It just like irritates me more than anything. Like especially if something is like endangered or there's a, like a specific problem with you hunting a certain thing. Like just don't hunt it. Fish the old fashioned way. Don't do a giant net that then kills yeah. other things. It's just so annoying. It makes me so mad. So with such a small population left, researchers have questioned if the vaquita were at greater risk of extinction actually due to inbreeding because there are uh -huh. so many, there's only like 10 left. They can only yeah. breed with so many before they're all sisters and brothers. And then like no one can reproduce at that point. So scientists, which we didn't think this was going to take a turn to inbreeding scientists, <laughs> Barbara Taylor and Lorenzo Bracco. Sure. sure. Who have been studying this risk for more than 20 years, published a paper in 1999, um, that suggested that the doom hypothesis of inbreeding could not be confirmed for the species. And oh. this is actually really important because if an animal is considered doomed to extinction for this reason, conservation efforts may not be pursued. Oh, really? Yeah. So if basically the population has died out, but inbreeding has taken over. They're just like, we're done. Yeah, they're like, we can't protect it at this point. Like, the species is not going to survive. 
Wow. Yes. So now a team of scientists, including Taylor and Rojos Baracco, um, have studied genetic patterns from vaquita tissue samples collected between 1985 and 2017 uh, by Mexican researchers. My thing is, is like, do we not have trackers on these cute little guys? I mean, with only 10 in the sea, we should, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Can we get trackers on them, please? Like, that would be great. (laughs) <laughs> this is like kind yeah. of a sad prod- podcast. <laughs> it, a bit, bit of a downer this Bit one. of a downer. Um, I'm sorry. We're talking about the vaquita and its potential extinction. So Taylor is a senior scientist at the Ocean Atmospheric Administration's Southwest Fishery Science Center in La Jolla, California. And Rojas Brancho is a conservation biologist and a member of the National Commission of Protected Areas in Mexico. So what's exciting, though, is that they were like through these several decades, they with all the samples that they've collected, um, they're saying that the genetics are giving them clues into the species past, but it also lets them peer into the future of the species, which is really exciting. Yeah. And it turns out these little porpoises have enough resilience encoded in their genetics to recover if gill netting is stopped. I think this is the cool part right here. So the genetic information from the vaquitas show that they appeared about 2.5 million years ago. Oh, wow. And have adapted to life in the shallow waters of the northern Gulf of California. So over the past 250,000 years, the population has fluctuated from a few thousand to about 5,000 vaquitas, which is rare when compared with other marine mammals. So the fact that they have maintained a small population for so long has helped to reduce the risk of inbreeding because they have less genetic variation between them. So in 1997, it showed that there were 570 of them, but the number declined greatly over the past 25 years. They also, what's really interesting is they have also experienced less harmful genetic mutations um, associated with small populations. So typically when animals with negative genetic traits meet, it's more likely that their offspring will die. But in the case of this population that actually helps to purge harmful traits from being spread across the vaquita population. So we're just going to run through like a couple of endangered species that you might not be aware of. So orangutans, they are endangered. for sure. California condor. Basically, if you're a rhino, you're endangered because they're hunting horns. (laughs) The giant hammerhead is actually endangered, which I found very interesting. Yes. The shark. Yes, the giant a shark. shark. Yep. Oh, okay. Gorillas, axolotls, bog turtles, just a cute little okay. turtle. Just a cute a little, little turtle. turtle. Uh, yeah. The rusty patched bumblebee. Also, like, just bumblebees in general, right? Or yeah. On the decline a little bit. Yeah, if you see a bumblebee or a bee period, please don't swat at it or kill it because we really need them. If bees yeah. die... The whole environment in the world as we know it will take a turn. Like, look it up. Do some research on it. If you're interested in a podcast on that, I would love to do one because bees are literally essential to life as we know it. Yeah. It's insane how much they do for us. Yeah, I think we should do one on bees. That would be a good good pod. The mountain chicken is endangered. It is not a chicken. What is it? 
It is a giant ditch frog. Excuse me? What? Yep. It's the, the mountain world's, chicken. Yes, it is the world's largest frog species. Whoa, eight inches in length. Eight and a half inches in length. Also, it says they're ambush hunters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense. I feel like most frogs probably are. Yeah. Uh, the western long-beaked achidna. It's that achidna. weird... The achidna is the... It's that weird species that's like a platypus and a woodpecker and a porcupine all in one. Oh, all those guys. <laughs> yeah. The western long-beaked achidna together with three other achidna species and the platypus are the world's only egg-laying mammals. I thought the platypus was the only egg laying, so that's interesting. Yeah, so there's this guy. He's a very strange looking guy. Oh, look at that. It looks like a little pork, like a hedgehog porcupine type right? thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's cute. But yeah, that's um, the vaquita. I think it's just so hard. Any endangered animal or endangered species is like so hard for me. Because, like, they're literally only endangered and dying out because of us. Yeah, I mean, the fact that <laughs> to be it was not discovered, frank. it was not discovered until what, 1958 or something? But like had that? lived on this earth for 2.5 million years. And then now it's like there's 10 left. Yeah. That's rough. Because That's of fishing. Rough. Because of fishing. Yeah. Like, because of humans. Gill netting. Yeah. It's just yeah. so bleh. I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have a podcast idea, please feel free to send um, it via a rating and review. I would love to be able to do a whole year of your guys' recommendations on, on things you guys are curious about and things you want to learn about in the world around you. And if you're over on Spotify, you don't want to go over to Apple Pod, you can always send us an email. Yes. To randomtheorypod at gmail.com. Woo. We're reading all of them. We got a lot of great ones. So thank you to everyone that's uh, written in. I've read them. We're saving them. They will get read in due time. Yep. Um, Also, if you are listening on Spotify and you want to rate the podcast, there is a rating system on there. There's not a review system, but there is a rating system. Give us a rating. Give us yeah, a rating. Yeah, <laughs> feel free. Please give us a rating. Five stars if you're into it. All right. Well, I'm going to go look at the Vikita some more. Yeah, I think I need to like look up some videos of these things or something maybe. Yeah, if there are any because it looks precious. It does. It looks... Everyone, listeners at home, if you're not driving in the car, or you're Google not on these YouTube. bad boys. Yeah. yeah look them up because they're pretty cute. Or go look at the pod on YouTube, Random Theory Podcast. You can go check out this video and probably scrub through the whole thing and see plenty of pictures of Akitas. (laughs) True, true. All right, guys. Have a great week. We will see you next time for a mystery podcast. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) All right. Bye, everyone. Bye, Science Pals. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.